please fasten your seatbelt. This is the Daily Travel Tips podcast with reliable information for travel agents, wedding planners, families, friends, Insta travelers and others related to traveling and tourism. Travel Tips podcast listeners, how are you today? Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining. This is Kai speaking. And today's podcast, I want to de dedicate to staying hydrated or avoiding dehydration. Let me tell you why. I have been on a catamaran cruise today. It was really, really great. It was fun. And uh, yeah, as you can imagine, a catamaran, well, there is a cabin there, there is some shade there, but since it is uh, usually the, the commercial catamarans, they're supposed to be full in order to make money. So there were, I would say, uh, enough people. I don't want to say that it was crowded. It was really, really nice, a nice crowd. It was nice. Uh, There was plenty of space still, but uh, it would not be enough space to fit everyone at all time uh, underneath the, the rooftop. So uh, at certain points during the day, you were in the sun fr in the front of the catamaran. So right now when I'm doing this podcast, actually getting off the catamaran, I already felt like, oh my God, I need to drink. And I actually was drinking there. I would say not enough for my feeling. I would say I should have drank at least a liter more, roughly 30-32 ounces of water more. Uh, I have been not drinking any alcohol. I was drinking two cups of coffee this morning and that's it. So I am feeling already dehydrated and out of my experience that will be worse by tomorrow morning. Even though I'm now drinking or I will try to keep it up, to fill it up. Uh, but to be honest, right now I'm with a coffee. I am not doing well uh, in regards to fight that dehydration. But to be honest, I am pretty exhausted. Let's say tired. We didn't do that much today, but it is the wind, the air, the sun. And uh, yeah, all those factors, they are having an impact on your body. And I'm feeling pretty tired now. That's why I... Yeah, I got myself a nice fresh brewed coffee at the corner uh, here in Playa de Carmen. Okay, let's have a look what's happening. Well, obviously when you're in the sun or first of all when you're going on vacation and you're going on vacation to a hot steamy area uh, like the Riviera Maya uh, with a, yeah, almost 100% uh, humidity, uh, then you are starting Uh, to sweat, obviously. Uh, what is sweating? Why is your body sweating? In uh, Playa de Carmen, I'm just trying to look up the humidity. 85% of humidity we had here today in Playa de Carmen. That's a, a good average, usually it's 90. Um, so what's happening when your body is sweating? That's an actual or a defense mechanism uh, of your body to avoid overheating. So um, it actually um, 
yeah, gets your body accelerated and the liquids as well accelerated in order to avoid uh, overheating at that point. Uh, humans depend on a second cooling mechanism. It is not only uh, that we are uh, yeah, in the shadow or with, with an outside temperature above our uh, yeah, comfort zone, the body uh, is uh, kicking in that mechanism, the perspiration, and um, yeah, as the liquid sweat heats up, molecules become more active until they transform into water vapor and break free, removing heat from the body and reducing our internal core temperature. That's what the body is doing with those sweat drops which are coming out of the uh, out of the pores of your of your skin but and now we're talking about 85% humidity here in this area you have other travel destinations where you have to keep an eye on the humidity and temperature as well and being uh, knowing that both are high you have to take an eye on your uh, water consumption liquids so uh, the high humidity defeats the, that system I just explained because sweat won't evaporate when the air is already saturated with humidity. Sounds logical, right? The combination of heat and high humidity is really uh, a, a very bad combination. And um, yeah, reading articles here, they even say that it is a quite deadly uh, combination. It defeats our heat dissipation mechanism. Well, I don't want to say that we are in big trouble or in deadly trouble, but as I'm also always uh, recommending uh, in our emails before we send, uh, before we go on a tour, is stay hydrated, watch your uh, consumption, what you're doing, uh, because you underestimate that. Okay, that being said, it is a very bad combination, the high temperature and the, uh, um, the, the high humidity. Our body's protect mechanism to, to avoid overheating is uh, not, let's say, working very well, so you can get a heat stroke. A stroke. That's the number one. A thing that we try to avoid when we are in the sun or we are on vacation, when we go to ruins, when we go on uh, tours, when we go even in the water. Um, the water is, is actually uh, has a cooling effect, but since you're moving in that water, you are doing exercise and you're sweating as well, and you do not even realize it. So heat and not being able to sweat or to, to, to cool that body down, you are sweating, trust me, but um, the body temperature, the core temperature is not going down. That is actually causing, a, uh, can cause a heat stroke as well, depending on how hydrated you are. And that's why, uh, that's what I'm trying to tell you about here today stay hydrated that is important now let me tell you about the amount of sweat you can actually sweat out or let's say at least you will sweat out i found an article here um, however with the extreme temperatures we are seeing in our area well you know today it was only 86 degrees fahrenheit 30 degrees celsius uh, but with uh, the summer coming closer, uh, it will be hotter as well. 
if you're spending at least an hour outside walking, exercising or recreating, there's a good chance you're sweating at least, and we're talking about one hour, at least a water bottle full of sweat. That's 16 ounces or, or 470 some, let's say half a liter of sweat in one hour. Now, the catamaran cruise was four hours. We were waiting in order to get on board. It was not that much wind. Uh, I was sweating there pretty much, waiting to get on board there. And there I already realized, I was like, okay, you should keep an eye on your liquid uh, intake today. And I was trying, but yeah. Uh, chit-chatting, talking and enjoying, you don't think that much anymore about, uh, yeah, drinking. Um, I just read an article here on National Geographic, when people can't drink enough water, dehydration sets in, blood flow to the skin decreases along with the ability to sweat. Body heat builds up. A body temperature of 104 degrees indicates danger. 105 degrees is the definition of the of a heat stroke and a temperature of 107 degrees could result in irreversible organ damage. My friends, the point why I'm doing this, the point why I'm having that podcast is to actually send it out by email uh, whenever we have people and now the summer is coming up we had we have had people having a heat stroke in our tours and I know how easily me being a guide me being out in the field uh, frequently uh, I am aware about it and even though I am aware about it I do not drink enough water so I can't stress it enough uh, uh, to be aware if you're going out, if you're going, uh, uh, having an activity outside, uh, if you're going hiking, if you're going, uh, even though just strolling through through a city or whatever, keep an eye what you do the night before, the day before, in general, keep an eye of your of your consumption. Uh, of, of liquids very very important uh, that article goes on normal a normal healthy person who is not used to the heat can in the heat wave conditions sweat as much as 1.5 quarts of liquids in an hour someone acclimated to the hot weather say a phoenix telephone lineman develops the ability to sweat and therefore thus cool off at more intense rate losing up to two quarts of sweat in an hour so he would have to drink two quarts of water an hour just to stay even so you visiting or you let's say you're not very used to that um, the hydration is one part but as well being aware protect yourself from the sun uh, bring hats uh, wear long sleeve shirts uh, so, so you um, prevent as well um, skin damage. Uh, yeah, skin cancer is quite quite a, uh, a threat um, to, due to the UV rays. But okay, that has nothing to do with staying hydrated, heat stroke and everything. Um, where I was heading as well to, we have an article on our blog post on Kai.Tours, go to the blog section, uh, you find in the upper part in the menu, uh, you find um, our blog section, and if you go to the tech cloud or search by text, it says, 
and you co uh, you are looking for uh, hydrating uh, there you will find our article on uh, yeah staying hydrated tips and tricks no not tricks just tips to stay hydrated uh, look for hydration heat stroke or heat exhaustion uh, there you find the article um, avoiding heat exhaust ex exhaustion or heat stroke on your tour that's the title of the of the of the article and there we narrow down what you can do and what it means to get a heat stroke to see the uh, anticipate uh, what is happening and how to avoid it eventually um, as well to finish today's podcast i want to give you some tips well obviously drink plenty of water uh, i i have seen people i've heard people which are telling me no i can't i don't drink that much now because then i have to go to pee my friends, uh, what what is worse, uh, collapsing somewhere because of a heat stroke or having the need to go to pee? I always prefer peeing, and I know I'm a man. It's probably it's it's easier to to pee as for a woman to find something. But uh, once again, the the alternative is getting a heat stroke or heat exhaustion, and that is actually not a nice alternative. So stay hydrated, keep drinking, uh, keep an eye on your coffee and alcohol consumption. Uh, that includes wine and beer, obviously. If you are going partying the night before, you only have a couple of hours sleep, and uh, yeah, the 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 alcohol or the coffee. As everybody knows is uh, making your body dehydrate it sucks the water out of your body avoid high protein diets while you're on vacation so uh, avoid any diet anyway and uh, well it says here so do not take salt tablets um, it has a lot to do with common sense obviously but uh, as well it has to do with remind yourself I, I see a lot of, uh, in regards to that, there are water drinking reminders. There are even water bottles. They have uh, a timer in the lid, which, wow, it's, it's funny. Um, anyway, you might want to set yourself several alarms during the day, which are reminding you to drink, to finish that bottle or have a bottle with you and mark it until uh, I saw that and actually I still sh I should do that I haven't done it yet um, a full bottle let's say two liter bottle or one liter bottle and you mark it with hours or with certain times and you have to reach that certain time by drinking finishing that uh, that bottle um, yeah, that's that's a motivating part of it. And a reminder, the, I think the most important thing about staying hydrated is uh, keep yourself reminded about the negative effects of uh, dehydration. Well, um, fruits are helping, popsicles are helping. Obviously, uh, there are a couple of things uh, that, that are nice and comfortable to stay hydrated. Anyway, if you're listening to that, if you're listening uh, still listening well you know what you are you are awesome thank you very much 
if you are going to join our tour well i'm looking or we are looking forward to touring with you thank you for listening to uh that daily travel tips podcast on staying hydrated and avoid dehydration and uh yeah if you like what you're hearing if you like the daily travel tips podcast please give it a like a thumb up five stars or whatever makes that thing float in the internet thank you very much i'm out of here and i'm talking to you tomorrow bye bye